All right, my friend. New project, the Pugilist Podcast. We go way back, like way, way back to Okinawa in the Marines. Way, way back. Yep. So we were in a fucking gray belt Marine Corps martial arts class together, and we learned the arm bar. And then you were yeah. like, like a straight arm bar, and you're like, dude, you need to check out the UFC. And like, I kind of vaguely remembered it. But it wasn't something I had been paying attention to. So we go back to the room and we watched like, I don't know, Matt Hughes, George St. Pierre, I think. Remember when he, he countered that Kimura with a straight arm bar? Yeah, I do. I think 50, the, I think. Yeah, it was like in the 50s. It was their first fight. And yep. like we basically learned a version of that technique and I've been hooked ever since. <laughs> so, so basically I'm the catalyst for you getting in, into MMA? million percent like without without me <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean i'm sure i would I, i'm <laughs> yeah, sure i'm sure that i would have came across it but i can't say that i would be as deep as i am because remember dude like after that like i started driving around okinawa like gobbling up every possible yeah. dvd i could find you know and then so somewhere in there i caught the as many people did i caught the stefan bonner forrest griffin fight on the mm -hmm. ultimate fighter and that fight, if you can't get into it after seeing something like that, dude, like there's no fighting sport on the earth that'll get yeah, you going, you know, for sure. Yeah. But it, it, after that, dude, like, and we, we would train together or whatever, but you know, pride, everything, K1, all that shit, dude, I've been on it ever since. So what, what were you doing prior to that MMA wise or martial arts wise? How did you get into it? I was always interested in martial arts, um, you know, growing up, like I just, I watched a ton of martial arts flicks, like the, the best of the best is still like my all time favorite, oh, low, martial low arts key movie. all time favorite. Yeah. hundred percent. Fucking great, great movie. Um, and then when we got like, I guess high speed internet for the time, which was like, I don't know, 98 or 99, you know, 1998, yeah. 1999, there was that file sharing program, Kazaa. And I remember that. Yeah, I would I would stay up all fucking night just like looking for shit to download random shit. And uh, I came across like a a sure dog highlight video of I think I think of Frank Shamrock. So I downloaded it and it had this like fucking nineties like new metal background music and yeah. it was just clips. You know, it was just highlight a highlight video of Frank Shamrock just kicking ass. And I was like, I was looking at this dude and like at the time, like Frank Shamrock was like the most complete mixed martial artist and just watching him, you know, like the way he destroyed Tito and all, you know, Igor, Igor uh, Zinoziev, the, the way he KO'd him. Like, I was just like, what the fuck is this? So like in the late nineties, I, I kind of got into it, but I really didn't get into it heavily until McMap, you know? Yeah. And uh, like you, when I got to Japan, like every fucking payday, man, I was going to the PX and buying as many fucking UFC DVDs as my fucking wallet would allow. Yeah. Cause and, you had, I remember at that time you had quite a few, I think I borrowed, a lot of years to begin with. Yeah, I had a shit ton. I remember the first UFC DVD I bought was like like Heavy Hitters or something like that, like Volume Two. Yeah. And the only reason I wanted it is because it had the full Frank Shamrock Tito Ortiz fight on it mm. from like you know UFC twenty something. Yeah, no, but you know in the in the Marine Corps, I guess uh, piqued my interest because it's such a you know it's it's a it's a fighting branch. You know, you, yeah. You, I remember doing like body hardening and shit and boot camp, and I was like, oh, this, you know this. This is pretty fun. And then yeah. being able to do McMap, you know, just further heighten that. Man, after that, dude, I, I so I took karate when I was a little kid. Like, I was fairly mm -hmm. competitive. I just got away from it. But after our martial arts experience, like in the Marine Corps, man, I went on to become a, an instructor. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I was one of the first uh, MPs to, like, graduate kids elevating McMap belts. Like, I yeah. took that shit seriously, dude. I love that stuff, man. Um, I would have 
love to continue to uh, pursue McMap when I was in, but I never, never got. The, I, I think I was slated to go t- to the green belt course um, yeah. with a couple guys from PMO, but then I think I got pulled for the Mew. It was right. It been, yeah, for sure. It would have been right around then. Yeah, which I was kind of bummed about. And I remember like our, our gunny at the time was like, oh, you know, we'll get, you'll have time to do McMap on uh, on ship and all this shit. Never, never yeah. happened. No, it never happened. That's how it always went, man. Yeah, dude, I've been hooked ever since, man. Dude, I brought my daughter home from the hospital day one. We were watching the UFC together. <laughs> like, remember, remember, like, would AFN used to run them for free? Remember? Sure, yeah. So you yep. didn't have to, you know, that's just a deal that I guess the UFC had with the AFN so you could watch any UFC for free. So, yeah, her her first day at my house, man, after she was born. I can't remember who was fighting, but. What year was that? 2008, January. Fights in 2008. Oh, there were a ton. It was January 2008, January 28th. 2008 to be specific um we could look it up but it was a good ufc i remember dude awesome. i remember i remember taking a trip to wyoming one summer um during like the height of the lesnar era and you know you're out in fucking wyoming we were kind of out in the sticks but we were staying at my at uh like a relative's house and uh, i pretty much like demanded that we order the fucking lesnar carwin pay-per-view like i was <laughs> not gonna go to wyoming and miss that fucking event right. and uh i'm glad i didn't because that, that was a f- kick-ass event i had like lieben and i think akiyama was on there yeah. maybe it was lieben and vanderlei silva but and then the carwin lesnar fight was awesome yeah i don't know mixed martial arts has been a huge part of my life uh always into adulthood you know i periodically trained at various places like when i was stationed in san diego and trained at kitty Bo- city boxing for a while in a, in a grace jiu-jitsu academy and when i moved back to wisconsin trained at a jiu-jitsu place here for a little while yeah i don't know i guess i've always been more interested in watching it than actually doing it though yeah okay so we've talked a lot about the ufc i'm a low-key like massive pride fan i wish pride was still around like is ufc it for you no i mean you seem to digest everything but where does your heart really lie i guess is what i'm asking well if if i had to like pick one organization that i could only watch for the rest of my life i'd watch like old school pancreas i love that shit yeah so actually yeah i got into pancreas a little bit i had the boss rootin i think i got it somewhere but i had his career dvd yeah and like he he blew up in pancreas yeah, there's so many good fights, and I I really love the rule set. And I, and honestly, as weird as it it's as it may sound, I liked their uniforms, like or the you know their outfits. Like they wore the fucking spandex shorts. Yeah, you know, I mean basically yeah. like underwear. But then they had like the boots with padding on it, no gloves, open hands. You know, they they you couldn't hit with closed fists. Yeah, um, it was all open hand. But some yeah, of those, I mean, it had like that just, professional. It had like a hardcore professional wrestling vibe, but which was huge in Japan. Yeah, and I and I don't. I'm not a professional wrestling fan at all. I've never watched a w, you know, yeah, pro wrestling event. I think they've done it a little different in Japan, but pro wrestling in Japan's slightly different. But yeah, very Pancras was legit. Still is actually. I mean, it's just and not I, widely distributed in the states. Yeah, I mean, but they've 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 um, gone away from that classic rule set now. I mean, they're they're like a regular MMA promotion with gloves and you know. Oh really? Yeah. They don't wear the boots and shit anymore. It's, yeah. Who was it? Wasn't Nate Marquardt? I think hey, Mark Ward fought in Pancras. He was a, a he king was like of Pancras. A, he was yeah. a king of Pancras quite a few times, I think. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Ricardo Almeida, Carlos Condit fought in Pancras. Josh Barnett was a big one. Um, Guy Nesker. Frank, Frank like, Shamrock had a good career yep. over there for a while. Frank Tito, a ton of Japanese fighters that came up. Although I don't think like Sakuraba ever fought Pancras, but like uh, uh, Funaki was a yeah, was a, a big key, staple in that. Low key, Sakuraba is probably one of my most favorite fighters. I think he's everybody's man, right? Somewhere, somewhere in there, Crow Cop. Is right up on top too, but just saying, I love love yeah. me some Sakuraba. 
I wish Pink Race would come back like the classic style. I think it'd be a. I don't know if it. It adds. It had a layer of difference from what we have now. Yeah, I don't think people would buy into it, but uh, I definitely would. I'd fucking watch every event. That'd be the yeah. shit. All right, man. So let's talk a little bit about this project, right? So we connected on a different podcast that I do. That was sort of the flagship or whatever of kind of the whole Hack Daniels Media deal that I'm sort of working on. So I would usually get friends, veterans, you know, whoever I could talk to. You did an episode with me. It's supposed to be about you. Ultimately, it turned into us talking about fights for quite a while because I think we just are naturally inclined to do that. Yep. Um, but, you know, we were reconnected, I think, through Twitter like a couple of years ago or something crazy like that. And I feel like we've always kind of dabbled on the fight stuff. As we did some of those episodes, like it occurred to me like, man, this is something we could probably do. So here something we are. that we should do. <laughs> Definitely something that we should do. Yeah. yeah. I've always been just a huge podcast fan. So I remember when I saw that you were doing podcasts, I was like, you know, obviously I was like, oh, that's fucking really awesome. I listened to a ton of them, never done one before, but I was like, I think I reached out and was just like, hey, you know, I'll do one with you or something like that. And oh, yeah. The rest is, uh, the rest is history. Yeah. Here we are. We're launching our own. Here we are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, for me, like, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm not trying to like bring some new crazy thing to market or something like that. I think we have. <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't feel like we're going to be like insanely different. I just think you and I together can break fights down pretty good. I think. Yeah. I think we have a good back and forth. You know, we, we see different things in different fighters and we, you know, we have different things that we're more keen to paying attention to. And I think it makes for good conversation. Yeah, for sure. There's also not many other people I can like actually talk about fights with. Yes. That's a huge, like actually, actually talk about fights. Like I can talk fights with anybody. But I'm talking like actually talk fights, like breaking them down. Can't do yeah. that with anybody but you. No, we we went over to a, a friend's house for like a bonfire a couple of weekends ago, and we were talking about this podcast. And yeah, I basically said that to them. I was like, you know, we're doing this because I don't have anybody to talk MMA MMA with, and like it's something I'm super passionate about, something that I want to talk about. And they're all like, yeah, like we like fighting, we just don't really like know anything about it. And I was like, well, that's why I'm doing the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I think I think a lot of people can, you know, learn from us because we're not like, I don't feel like I'm like a snob about it. Most of no. the time, I just don't talk about it, you know. So yeah. now we have this outlet, right? This little platform. Yeah, I don't think either one of us have like this elitist uh, mentality on on fighting or anything like that. Or we're not gonna yeah we're, know, pass well, judgment we're, on people for not doing. We're not media personalities. We're damn sure not journalists. Although if we dabbled in there, it would be kind of cool, but more of a yeah. passion hobby project but you know you know what's funny though about that mma journalism is that i technically have experience in it so <laughs> back in the day yeah back in the day like probably i don't know 2009 2010 i think when i was in college after i got out of the marine corps i uh i had like an mma blog and i wrote a story on brett rogers do you remember brett rogers no he was the he was a, a strike force heavyweight um he fought alistair overeem for the heavyweight title over and right. fucked him up and then he fought fedor and he did really well against fedor in the first round and then got knocked out in the second round huh. big big dude he's he's had some legal issues um since then um really weird story but i wrote an article about him after he got arrested for a domestic incident i think and he got fired you know strike force candom and that story gained traction throughout the internet then this website which is now gone called iron forges iron reached out to me and asked me to be like a, a writer for their website so i ended up doing like one one story with them where i interviewed mark pavlich who was the or maybe still is the owner of uh maximum fighting championships in canada yeah. uh that's you know a lot a lot of big name canadian fighters 
yeah. come up through that uh, or came up through that organization. So I got to sit down and interview him over the phone. And then I wrote a, you know, wrote a story about it and put the interview out. And then the website, you know, went down, it seems shortly thereafter for whatever reasons. And, uh, that was the end of my journalism career. So, I mean, I technically do have a little bit of experience. All right. But to my point though, you're not like, <laughs> like given that we've had a few of these now and you've never brought it up, you're not like a snobby about it, you know? So. No, you know what? I honestly just remembered it. Cause I was talking to, to my <laughs> wife awesome. earlier. I was talking to Kendra earlier today and I was like, Oh, I actually, I, I've done that before. Technically. I mean, I'm no Ariel Hawani, but, uh, yeah. got a little bit of, a little bit of, uh, experience. Yeah. All right, man. So dude, the, the market's flooded right now with mixed martial arts action. It's all over the place. So, I mean, we're going to, we're going to cover it all or as much as we can. Yeah. I can't say we're going to cover it all. Cause sometimes there's just going to be times where it's, it's just not even noteworthy compared to other events. But I would say obviously UFC is right there at top of the top of the heap. One is starting to break in the market a little bit. I think it's lagging as far as production value, but it's coming up. PFL looks really solid, man. You, you and I have talked about it a little bit. There's some really good fighters over there. Yep. Looking to be a good year. Bellator is coming on with some great stuff. It, man, it's just an exciting time to be in any kind of mixed martial arts stuff. Yeah. You got this weird crossover boxing shit going on. Kickboxing still semi-relevant. I mean, it's just kind of all there, you know? Big, big in Japan. You don't really see anything about it in the U.S., though. So, yeah. Right? Uh, well, it used to be on ESPN3 for a while. Um, was that glory? Yeah, glory. I I don't hate glory, man. I actually like it. Sometimes mm. sometimes just watching a straight kickboxing fight hits a nerve with me. I just like it. Not a big yeah. fan of boxing, but we're gonna cover it when it's relevant. I mean, no, man, it's just no no professional wrestling talk though, right? No, no, Ever. unless it involves Lesnar, Ronda Rousey, or something. Maybe I probably still wouldn't even entertain it. Yeah, as long as it has a direct correlation to MMA. Yeah, I just, I'm not a fan. No, I mean, I used to be when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, Ultimate Warrior was like the shit. Ricky Steamboat Dragon loved him, but never, never again. What about uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan? Ayo, right? He was kind of cool. There were a couple, dude, when you're a kid, it's cool, but grown men watching like this weird soap opera thing, not a fan. But there's a market for it, man. They make loads of money, they do good. So good for them, you know, just not, not, not on this show. No, yeah, no. <laughs> All right, man. Tell me, uh, what's your what what's your favorite thing about mixed martial arts? Um, you know, I think I'm probably stealing um from Joe Rogan, but he, you know, he, I think he broke down uh, the ba- you know the overall theme of MMA. It's it's competition at its absolute finest. You know, it's it's two men or two women fighting to see who's the best. You know, using everything. Yeah. At, in their, in their toolkit. Um, very, very few limitations. And, uh, to me, that's, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a really a sports fan. I don't like other major sports, you know, aside from, I guess, baseball, but even being a baseball fan, I don't really watch baseball games. You know, I will not miss an MMA event though. Um, for me, it's, it's just the one sport that really, um, really reaches me for, for whatever reason. I think it probably comes back to my love for just like martial arts flicks growing up. Yeah. So for me, it's like you mentioned, Pancrase. Pancrase has traction all the way back to the original Olympics in Greece. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's one of the first Olympic sports ever. And it's, you know, obviously it's involved, but it's just pure, man. You know, every facet of fighting minus weapons is, it's just awesome. Yeah. And they're, they're incredible athletes. They're highly skilled. I don't love all the showy banter, but it's part of it, right? It's part of fighting. Some guys do it. Some guys don't, which I appreciate. I appreciate that not everyone does it. 
So yeah, man, for me, it, you're the same dude. I told you, I brought my daughter home from the hospital and we literally watched our first UFC together. And, and if it's on, it's on in my house. hundred mm-hmm. percent. I don't, yeah. I don't turn it away from my kids. Nothing. I'll, I will plan around UFC events in almost everything I do. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> and I'm slowly starting to, what I love is like PFL, they run like earlier in the week. So, I mean, we're going to start catching weekends sometimes where you catch a Thursday, Friday, Saturday of sure. nothing but yep. mixed martial arts, right? So I love that the market is starting to fill up like that. Yeah. It's exciting times, man. So yeah, that's where I'm at with it, man. And I'm just, I'm glad I got somebody to talk to and hopefully a lot of people listen to us. I uh, reached out to some former coworkers of mine and uh, they've been, they've been listening while, while at, uh, at work. So shout that. out to them. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Sergeant Haslow and, uh, and officer Chung respect. <laughs> thanks. Thanks fellas. <laughs> thanks. Thanks boys. Yeah. So, so just to be, just so everyone knows, we've already ran a few of these episodes, but it was under a different banner. We're branching out. We're going to make our own sort of RSS feed, the whole, you know, mumbo jumbo with the podcast, but it'll have its own feed. It's going to have a YouTube channel. We're going to build this sucker out, right, man. We're going to give everybody an opportunity to hear our commentary, see what we think. Yep. And tell us if we're fucking idiots or not. I also want to put it out there. I'm not liable for any bets you make based on what I say. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't, so I don't gamble. But I love telling people how they might want to gamble, <laughs> you know, if that makes sense. You know, like yeah, I don't, sure. I don't personally put a lot of my own money on fights. Well, actually, I never have. One day, maybe when I have some disposable income. But yeah, all right, man. So that's Pugilist podcast in a nutshell, man. Um, you got anything else you want to add to it? If anybody has uh, can find me a pair of Miracle Crow Caps uh, shorts that are boxers, <laughs> please let me know because I will wear those all day, every day. I actually just pulled up to see if he still has relevant merchandise and he does i have a crow cap shirt a team crow cap shirt that he wore during the 2006 uh, pride grand prix of the open so grand i had prix. a crow i had a crow cop hoodie but i was half the size that i am uh, you know <laughs> oh was I mean? it the like, one with the yellow lettering that said like yeah. crow cap team oh yeah. that's a fucking badass i'm hoodie. pretty sure that's still in my wife's closet she wears it a lot because well, her and i her and i were both team crow cop why don't you steal that from her and send it to me because <laughs> i'm definitely a bigger crow cop fan than she is i mean i'm not sure but dude, I took my <laughs> wife. I took my wife to the UFC event here that was held in Salt Lake a couple years ago. I'm like, I'm like fan girl and like Cub Swanson and shit. Like I'm all over the fighters. She's yeah. down there taking selfies with Herb Dean. <laughs> She's what? like, I love the refs. They're so cool. Yeah, like and Herb Dean is like kind of he's popular with the fans. It's hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah, man. Uh, dude, it's just a great time to be in mixed martial arts, man. I I've said it a couple times. I think we're in the midst of arguably probably the greatest year that mixed martial arts has ever had and it's it's clearly only getting better so just an exciting time to do it and i'm glad i'm doing it with you man so we're we're gonna run this sucker and make it into something likewise all right buddy